Hello and welcome to the Vorthos Cast. I'm Jay Anelli. I'm Lorelai Weissel. I'm Brian Dawes. And I'm Chris Delano. And today we have part two of our D&D session on Zendikar. So Chris, why don't you, we're going to go right into it. We're just going to go right into it. No news this week. Uh, but in last week's episode of Skyclave Shadows, we saw our adventurers enter the Gul'dra's Skyclave Ruins, uh, only to discover that their guide had lured them into a trap set by some uh, some very incompetent cultists. I think incompetent is probably a good word for it. They're very good. They're very good at something, maybe. Um, after dodging uh, that infamous uh, lever trap and avoiding a flying corpse, uh, the adventurers found themselves in a room absolutely full of some shoddily rigged traps and six goblin cultists. Uh, who were just barely avoiding their own tripwires and pressure plates. Uh, upon seeing one of these goblins slip and get sliced in half, uh, the adventurers witnessed its blood, and eventually the rest of its body, turned into some sort of black ichor, some black blood that drained into a hole in the center of the room. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start off. Now you are all standing in front of uh, what could turn into like a goblin chop shop of some kind at the slightest wrong move. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so uh chop shop really <laughs> jesus <laughs> i'm just saying things look very precarious uh i really enjoy doing this and i think i've done this with y'all before we're gonna run this scenario as a skill check story so what we're gonna do is um there are five goblins in the room uh which is also the same number of traps that you can see in the room that could be disabled um the goblins are clearly motivated to survive the traps as they are avoiding stepping on them and triggering them, uh, but they are also trying to get away from you to the far side of the room where there is a giant door. Uh, the room is very large. It's set up like some sort of barracks, so there's some beds and you know chests and shelves and things like that. Um, what we're going to do is you're going to tell me what skills or spells or other abilities that you want to do to resolve the situation. Uh, then we'll determine what you're going to roll to determine if you succeed. Chris, Chris, Ruse's only skills are steal and murder and lie. Well, figure out how you're <laughs> going to leverage that. Um, and uh, we can start with Ruse if you'd like. So how is Ruse going to uh, try and eat? Uh, eat? Sorry, I just uh, I read a message in our live list and text chat as I was thinking. Um, what is Ruse going to do to try and resolve the situation? So we see we're we're like still on like we're just right at the entrance, right? We didn't I'm trying to remember where we left off. Okay. Um I think at this point so the the goblin that got turned into Icar, is it's like clothing and stuff still laying there, or did like its entire form turn into an Icar? There there is a pile of some rags and chopped up clothing. Because it was sliced in half, yeah. and it was not a very... Uh, and it's all kind of stained black, and so that's kind of oozing off of it onto the ground. Okay. And like, whereabouts in the room is this? Uh, that's actually pretty far across the room. Okay. I would, that that one was very close to the door. Ah, that's a, so, on the other side of the room. So it's, it's, it's not as easy as scuttling over there to try and loot any potential things no, that I, are there. Yeah. To, to get to it, you would probably have to uh, get past some of these other traps yeah, yeah, and yeah. goblins. Hmm. Uh, I think Ruse is 
not super excited about traps and not super excited about getting murdered by traps. I think, uh, crap, what pronouns did I pick for this? She, uh, her. She, her. Thank you. <laughs> I should write those down. Um, <laughs> I think she is going to try and work around the edge of the room. Okay. You know, places where the goblins aren't uh, in, in the darker, shadowy places. Because ro- rogues be like sneak and snoop. Are you just trying to get around them to get to the other side? Or are you going to try and like stop some of them from their traps triggering? Disable a trap or, or save a goblin or uh, potentially kill a goblin if that's something you really want to do? I and intent here is to get to the other side without hopefully having to engage with the goblins at all. Um, okay. Should 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 traps be in my way, I, I, I guess attempt to disable them. But uh, you know, if you if you want me to make like perception checks or something, we can. So uh, what too. I'm going to do? Yeah, sleight of hand to disable. Yeah, I I do want a stealth check, um, and then I also want a perception roll. And if you can take those two and tell me what the like the average between those two is, I'm not doing math. Just give me the numbers and I'll do the math. I I'm here for role playing, not mathematics. So I need to do a stealth roll, and um, what was the other perception? Perception. So you're trying to stealthily get around the room, but also keep an eye out to make sure you don't trigger any secret traps. Uh, my my stealth roll was eight, and my perception roll was twelve. Okay, so that's a ten. <laughs> so that's a 10. <laughs> um, uh, Ruse, you uh attempt to start sort of walking along the shadowy outside of this pretty large round room. Um, there's a lot of stonework in the walls. There's some rubble along the corner, uh, along the, like, you know, where the, the wall meets the floor, whatever you would call that space. Um, baseboards? Uh, the, the, it's the wall armpit. Yes, the wall armpit. Well, there's a lot of rubble in the armpit of that wall. <laughs> um, and the room is not incredibly well lit. And so as you're trying to sort of stealthily get around now these goblins weren't all looking back at you they're all trying to to get around these traps that they've installed themselves um you actually trip on one of the rocks of course you do um of course you do because i always make you trip on things that's what that's a different character who deliberately stomped around in stompy boots and was (laughs) (laughs) but uh you um you trip on this rock and uh because you you weren't incredibly successful at being both stealthy and perceptive. You did not see it in your path. And when you tripped, you didn't do a pretty good recovery. Uh, and you alerted one of the goblins who was pretty close to the door. Uh, the goblins who were all attempting to run away from you were trying to do it very carefully. But this one, upon hearing you get close to it, uh, actually flinches. And as he does so, his foot catches on something. Um, he trips a wire that he was trying to step around very, very carefully, uh, with all these other wires that were sort of hanging in front of him. Uh, and as he does, you hear some rattling up above you and a collection of glass jars that are full of this red mist descend from the sky. Uh, they crash into the ground right along where the wire was stretched and sort of erupt into this red mist 
that forms into what looks to be a swarm of really large mosquitoes. Um, all of these mosquitoes at that very moment, as they're sort of coalescing in air, fixate on this goblin cultist who has accepted his fate as they descend upon him and just gorge themselves on his blood. This makes a lot of noise. It's very violent. And you can see all of the other goblins kind of flinch a little bit, but none of them enough to trigger their traps. Um, as this goblin is actually just drained into a husk by these mosquitoes. Uh, the mosquitoes that are kind of perched on his body and now are like tennis ball sized, uh, all then sort of explode into that black ichor, which drains down into the ground and runs along the grooves in the floor to that central spot. Nailed it. So you you did not succeed on your skill check. Um, <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Uh, there are now uh, four goblins left, and we're going to go over to, how about Bindarin? What are you going to do in this situation? Um, God. Webs, 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 Yeah, webs. Uh, like, so do I perceive any traps that I could possibly disable with a web? Uh, you can see all the traps pretty clearly, so you could uh, pick a trap that you can see and attempt to disable it with your web, if that's what you would like to do. Sure, I would like to attempt that. All right, let's make that. Um, since the web spell works a little bit differently, no, no, no I'm still this, a spider. Remember, you are still a spider, so it's actually a web action. So, as a spider, uh, let's make that an attack roll. So, just as you would use your web attack. Oh, not bad. Uh, Eighteen on the die plus whatever. All right, so you're definitely going to hit this trap. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, with an 18 on that, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that as a spider, you have some pretty good aim. Uh, you are going to manage to web up this pressure plate trap uh, and disable it. So one of the goblins, it's actually the one that's closest to you, uh, that was sort of like trying to get its way around some rubble in the floor and not step on this trap that was directly underneath it. Uh, suddenly, underneath its foot is a nice little... Uh, dome of webbing that seems to have disabled the trap sweet oh yeah all right let's uh let's move on to smirt as there are still three traps left how how close is the closest goblin to me uh well he was he just stepped on some nice webbing uh he was probably about 15 to 20 feet away from you um he's still standing there he's okay for right now uh, how close are the other what's left two more uh there are three more uh, one of them was killed by mosquitoes. The other one was just saved. Uh, okay. So there are three more further into the room. All right. So I am going to use my um, Eldritch Cannon. And I'm going to create my Eldritch Cannon. Uh, I'm going to create it as the protector. So this uh, like liquid metal weird looking thing forms from um, on my up on my shoulder as a little turret. Uh and runs the 15 feet it can run away from me and then if uh whichever the goblins is 10 feet from me i'm gonna give them 1d8 temporary hit points so they don't die <laughs> <laughs> um okay so uh what what skill do you use for like your spell casting as an artificer are you uh i think it's intelligence yeah i'm pretty sure you're intelligence based i hope you are because your yes. other skills are pretty awful they're um, pretty terrible uh let's make that an arcana roll to see if you can uh get your turret to do this in a way that doesn't accidentally trigger a trap or 
uh, startle the goblin in a way that causes 22. Some 22. Man. All right. Um, so you have managed to, and hopefully this, uh, uh, with that 22, what you end up doing. Oh, I like that one. I have a bunch of traps planned, and I'm just getting rid of them randomly based off which ones you disable. Um, with the 22, uh, you have managed to sort of like, your spell invigorates the goblin with a feeling of being healthy. And this is something this goblin hasn't felt in a while because they're cultists living in this swampy temple uh, where they don't get good food. And clearly, uh, whoever's in charge here doesn't really care for them that much. Uh, and as he's sort of trying to get away, he sees this little mysterious alien object uh, give him this feeling of health and vitality. And there's like a moment of recognition in his face as he starts to realize that maybe he shouldn't be running away towards the center of this temple. Maybe he should be leaving it. Um, and he seems to be steadying himself and sort of pulls back a little bit from the trap and is no longer in danger of triggering it. Uh, let's go back around to Ruse because Ruse was really fun. Um, Ruse. Go home and be, hold on, hold on. Uh -huh. Go home and be a, go home and be a family man. Okay. Continue. I made my Street Fighter 2 reference. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Ruse, would you like to try and disable another trap? <laughs> or get around them again? I'm I'm still going for that first, around the edge for that first uh, goblin's clothing's remains. All right. Uh, are you going to still do a, a stealth and perception roll to see if you can make it? Uh, I I think so. All right. 13s on both. All right. With a 13, you manage to get around. Uh, you don't trip on any of the rubble this time. Oh, yeah. Um, and you do it moderately stealthily. Most of the goblins have been alerted to your presence. There's only two of them left who are precariously standing over traps. And you get around to the front of it where you do find the goblins' uh, belongings sort of sitting on a pile, uh, kind of torn up cloth and other objects. Uh, they're all kind of covered in that black. It's got kind of like the consistency of blood you can see now. It's got that sort of viscosity to it, but it doesn't smell like blood. It smells like something foul. What are you What are you going to do now that you're there? Are you going to dig around in it? Loot that pile right. of debris. <laughs> uh, give me a sleight of hand check real quick. I just want to... Since you're attempting the same thing as before with that 13, I want just a little bit more help. It's a 17. All right. That is exactly what I wanted uh, you to get. Uh, you do find that you can sort of pick through it without getting your hands covered in that black substance. Uh, and you find a bent dagger. It was clearly hit by the, uh, by the trap. Uh -huh. uh, and you find a, a pouch with three copper pieces in it. Uh-huh. Uh... And uh, some goblin fingers, which seem to still be there as they're slowly dissolving into that black uh, ichor. I don't want those. And you find a bunch of, like, wads of paper that look like they might have writing on them, but they're coated in the black, so you can't really read it. If I put this dagger into my inventory, what are we adding that as? Uh, it's going to be another minus one dagger. Hell yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, you have managed to get around to the front of the room. There's a giant door behind you and also two goblins who are now between you and the rest of your party uh, who are still sort of now in a very tough situation as they want to go forward. But you're there and the other people are behind them. 
Uh, let's go back around to Bindaran. So I, I would try to be persuasive, but I don't think spiders can be very persuasive. So <laughs> I don't think spiders can speak goblin. Yeah, but... I don't either. Um, goblins can speak lots of languages. Thank you very much, Chris. I, I know, but I don't think spider is a language. <laughs> I am going to attempt to... Basically, what I want to do is use acrobatics to possibly, like, pick up a goblin. Like, to jump over, like, to leap onto some kind of structure over a trap or something and pick up a goblin. So that's... Basically, I want to assist a goblin by helping them by, like... Yeah. Gosh, I don't know how to... I got it. You're gonna you're gonna try and Spider-Man the goblin out of the trap. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, give me an acrobatics and also a sleight of hand. All right. The acrobatics was. I'm doing this as a spider. They are not proficient, so that is just a straight. That's a sixteen plus three, nineteen, and then sleight of hand or what? What did you say? Sleight of hand with your spider hands. Another 16 on the die plus another three. So 20 or 19 again. Yeah. So you um, sort of crawl up the sides of the wall and with your acrobatics, you're able to hop over to a pillar in the room, um, which is sort of next to one of the goblins. And the goblin looks a little terrified, but it's looked terrified since you all entered the room. I, I pick uh, him up ever so gently. You, you pick him up very gently uh, and you now have a goblin that is uh, hanging out in your spidery legs, I suppose. Um, that is three goblins saved. One is dead and one is still precariously uh, hovering over a tripwire. Smurt, are you going to save this goblin? Yes. Are you sure? I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I scuttle my uh, Eldritch Cannon closer? Uh. You can move up, uh, closer a little bit and thereby move your, your cannon closer a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, it can move like 15 feet on its own. Um, but I'll, I'll walk. <laughs> I'll get it as close as I can. Uh, and then you want me to do the arcana roll again? Give me an arcana roll. And this time it's going to be uh, at disadvantage as this goblin is watching all of its friends either die or be picked up by giant spiders. So it's a little less receptive to what's going on and might try and avoid you. It's an 18. I had an 18 and a 21. Okay, so with your 18, and I'm going to roll just real quick. Uh, with your 18, you do manage to blast this goblin with a little bit of reassurance. Uh, and it feels a lot safer with you um, and in this room. So the, uh, the four goblins that have survived... Um, are all now safely away from their traps. Uh, they are, one of them is in a spider's arms. One of them is uh, sort of just standing, thinking about its life, as is another one. Uh, and I believe the last one was, um, what happened with the last one? Oh God, I've already forgotten. I picked it up spider-wise. Well, we have the spider one and the two ones that were hit by, uh, oh, it was the web. Yeah, I went and the trap. there's there is uh, one goblin who is uh, triggered a trap, sort of, except it couldn't because it was blocked by a web. So now there are uh, the four goblins standing in the room. What what are y'all going to do? Are we still going around for skill checks? Uh, no, we are just in in open roleplay now. Okay, 
I'm going to I'm going to yell out to those other goblins. I'm going to say, "Hey, Shellbacks. Come on. Let's 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 talk about this. You don't need to die for Toboggan or whatever his name was. Just go home." I'm going to gently put my the the goblin that I'm holding next to Smurt. Smurt, a goblin descends from the ceiling next to you. Um, <laughs> I go, "Oh, oh, hi. Uh, <clears throat> Bendaran, what have I told you about dropping people on me?" All right. Spider hey. shrug. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, hey, hey, do you have a family? Uh, the goblin looks at you and then in goblin speak re- responds saying, this is my family. You then hear another one of the goblins, uh, the one who is standing over the web trapped, uh, webbed trap, uh, look back and you, you hear him speak in what sounds like some sort of coded goblin language. You can recognize that it's based in goblin, but you can't really understand what they're saying, Smurt. Um, also, anyone else who speaks Goblin. Uh, Ruse, despite being a Goblin, does not speak Goblin. Um, but go- different go- kind of goblin. goblin. I, I don't <laughs> um, actually think Ruse has a Goblin personality. Um, she's, she's a... That feels racist. Uh, she's she's uh, more, more of a himbo archetype. <laughs> not well... <laughs> Goblins can be himbos. This is true. Okay, no, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. I'll let she, it go. She, she's not nice enough to be a himbo. She's just dumb. So the uh, the the four gathered goblins uh, start sort of barking back and forth at each other in this coded goblin-based language. Um, you're hearing weird words. Uh, does Bendaran speak goblin? Nope. Or is he, only, he does not. So Smurt, you're the only one who, who hears these words. It sounds like random words that you've have no real understanding of what they're trying to say. Things like uh, salami, uh, cellar door, uh, trouble, trouble, things like that. Um, And it kind of reaches a crescendo of them barking back and forth at each other. And they start sort of gathering together, uh, trying to sort of dodge any of your hands if you try and stop them. They're moving not towards the door at the far end now. They're actually moving towards the side of the, the room uh, and then you hear one of them turn back and they all brandish their daggers uh, and stare at the the three of you. Uh, and one of them who steps out in front and sort of appears to have a leaderly air to him says, we will not let you feed the devourer. OK, we, we didn't really want to. They, he then says, uh, we must feed the devourer. The master demands it, not you. You carry the stench, that stench of the outside. Uh, they all raise their daggers is anyone going to, they to, are. to do anything? Well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Ty- <clears throat> that was very rude. Listen, I sent my little cannon there to help you guys out. We had a nice talk. By the way, hi, I'm Smirk. While he's talking, I'm webbing the leader one. Uh, okay. Uh, first, Smirk, give me a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, persuasion at negative one. But I rolled an 18. It's a 17. That's that's fine. Good for telling me. Uh, you did not meet the check I was hoping for. Ah, um, of course he didn't. Uh, Bendaran, you're doing a web. Is that an attack roll, correct? Yes. Okay, roll me an attack roll. This dice like 16 tonight. Um, that's a 21 to hit. All right, you uh, hit the, the leader goblin with his dagger raised, and your web knocks him back into another one as they both like clatter to the ground and into the uh, the elbow of the wall. And then I'm rushing them. I, I'm rushing them. As soon as that web is released, I'm rushing. 
to okay. try to group uh, the, the last one who isn't. Uh, as you start rushing them, uh, you see all of you as the two ones who are not caught in the web uh, take their daggers and then plunge them into each other. Of course. <laughs> I, I thought I knocked one over into the other one. Uh, so there, there were four goblins. Two of them just stabbed each oh. other, and the other two are now uh, kind of tangled up together on the ground. Uh, any any action from Ruse while we while we watch these goblins stab each other? Can Ruse just like go pick one up, like like the way you would pick up a baby right before it vomits over something? And you're just like, oh no, get away from there. I, like I grab just, them by the scruff of their neck. I just, <laughs> I, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna pick up a goblin. Uh, are you going to try and pick up one of the ones who's tangled in the web, or are you no, 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 the stabby ones? The stabby ones. Uh, okay. Well, give me a um. God, what would that be? What is a good way to to disengage a fight like that? Uh, let's call it a um. Athletics. Just a strength. Yeah, let's call it an athletics. Okay. So remember last week when we talked about how great we were rolling and how it was going to pay uh, pay us back with crappy rolls later in the episode? And that didn't happen because That's clearly it was you. waiting. And the the point is this is a crit fail. Okay, uh, so uh, Bendarin is rushing the the spiders. Um, you are closer because you had traveled to the other side of the room. Uh, so you actually get to them uh, before Bendarin can, and you go to grab one of the goblins by the scruff of his neck, and as mm-hmm. you pull him back, uh, he starts sort of like trying to flail and stop you, uh, and the other goblin who was sort of stabbing him takes the opportunity to stab him multiple times. Um, so you're sort of holding this goblin back, going, hey, stop it, as the other goblin is just sort of like going at him like it's Psycho or something in the shower. Jesus Christ. Uh, as he's doing this, you just hear him chanting, for the devourer, for the devourer, as they start just stabbing, and the blood is spraying everywhere. You're far enough away, Smart, you can see from a distance what they can't see up close, as this blood sort of splatters onto the ground and then finds its way into those rivulets uh, and turns black and starts feeding towards the center of the room. Uh, Bindarn, you've rushed those two goblins who are webbed up, or I guess the party of goblins. What are you, What are you doing now? I'm going to attempt to... Well, first, let me see if my web recharges again. It does. Um, I'm going to attempt to web the... So there's two still alive right now. One's already been stabbed by the other, correct? Uh, The two who are webbed are still alive. They're just sort of tangled up together. All right. So you gave me a two for one on those two. Okay, cool. And then there's one being held up by Ruse in perfect stabbing position. To be stabbed multiple times. How far away from them am I? Uh, you are probably like 25 feet, maybe. Okay. At the most. Go over. T- I'm going to attempt to web this last one who's doing the stabbing. So I'm assuming the one that Ruse is holding up is already dead. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, roll me a, a web attack. Worst roll of the night with a 10. It's a 15 total. Um, a 15 uh, will catch this <clears throat> goblin. Uh and you sort of send him flying back and webbed into the wall. Ruse, as you're standing there, the goblin who you are holding uh, starts to melt into a black sort of liquid ickery substance. Uh, you can feel the skin sort of slewing off beneath your hands. 
I just I just kind of drop it, shout that's gross, and try to rub rub the ichor off on on the exterior of my coat. Uh, yeah, it um it rubs off your on your cloak, and then sort of you can see it sort of being drawn down your coat, and it drips onto the ground. Like uh, like there water, is no, like water off a duck's back. Like water off a duck's back. The three goblins who are all sort of webbed up together, you can hear them sort of shouting and and making sort of aggressive sounds, uh, but they are they seem to be constrained. I'm going to make sure that they are not able to get out. <laughs> like, uh, I'm doing double duty to make sure that they're just tangled in there and um, arms aren't able to get to any kind of sharp objects or anything like that, so to cut, be able to cut themselves loose. And then uh, look to the party like, what are we doing here? Do we want to, like, I, I'll start spelling out devourer question mark on in the ground. While you're doing that, and it's a lot of words, it's a lot of letters for devourer, you do sort of uh, manage to, using your other legs, keep those goblins from continuing to hurt themselves and each other. You can see that the ones who actually got tingled up together ended up sort of cutting each other pretty rough. Uh, they are bleeding quite a bit, but they do still seem to be alive. Uh, the one who was doing all of the stabbing has only taken a couple of uh, stab wounds and seems to be mostly okay, uh, and he is tightly bound up with his web. All right, I uh, I bring my my uh, Eldritch Cannon up, and I gain I give some temporary hit points to the ones that are looking rough, and I just tell them, look look guys, you know, I mean, this isn't the mountains. What what are you doing here, like? These cultists, all they want to do is just take advantage of goblin kind, and you can't let them do that. They're all just, ah, uh, all these tall people, I swear. Listen, whoever this tabernacle is, we just absolutely, you can't trust him, okay? Roll me a persuasion check. 20! Natural 20. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was uh, that was what you had to roll earlier to stop them from stabbing each other. Uh, but you rolled 20 it now. minus one. So it's a 19, <laughs> but it's a natural 20. Uh, you rolled it now, uh, and they they are mostly sedated. They, they've sort of uh, taken your temporary hit points. Uh, and the one who was the leader earlier uh, says to you, um, and he's not speaking in Goblin. He's speaking in Common, so you can all understand him. Uh, he says, the devourer is not Tabarax. The devourer is not the master. The master feeds the devourer. The devourer will eat all of Zendikar, and then out of its belly will come a new goblin world for us, and no nasty outsiders. And then he spits at you. But there are goblin worlds just for us. Don't you have goblin warrens on this plane? Uh, he does not seem that interested in responding. He He continues to sort of frown and look a little... He, he seems to look at you like you would look at a person who has just uh, insulted you and betrayed you at the same time. Uh, another one of the goblins peaks, uh, sort of speaks up from the webbing that's kind of uh, covering part of his mouth. So it kind of comes out sounding muffled. And he, and he says to you, dirty outsiders, gross. I, I, you know, you, you all are really hurting my feelings here. This is really unkind. Could you at least tell us a little bit more about the, uh, the devourer and, you know, what, what the whole plan is? Is he here in this temple? The devourer is not here. The devourer will not see you. The devourer wants nothing of you, says the, the leader goblin. The other one whose mouth is kind of covered goes, the master's temple is for the devourer. You are all for the devourer. 
The devourer must be fed. Listen, I don't mean to to criticize y'all religion or anything, because to each their own, but it seems like you two aren't on the same page about this whole orthodoxy thing. So are we for the devourer, or are we not for the devourer? Because we're getting mixed signals here, and that kind of hurts my feelings, too. Uh, the, the leader one spits again and says, we are for the devourer. You are not for the devourer. You are st- nasty, stinky outsiders. You could not be there. So, so Chris, after this, this last round of spit, um, I'm going to make sure that I'm actively covering this one's mouth. All right. So you, uh, you kind of just, uh, use your little spinnerets to, to web up his mouth, uh, so he cannot talk anymore. Yep. So yeah, um, there is one goblin with half half of his mouth covered, uh, and the other two are pretty well webbed up, so they are not talking anymore. Y'all are sort of just standing in this room. Uh, you can't see any more traps that are poised to to strike. Uh, if you'd like, you can investigate some of the traps that you didn't trigger, but also didn't disable. I'm gonna investigate the uh, the the blood trails on the floor and where it was all leading to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you can check that out. Uh, if you would like, you can roll an Arcana check to figure out what's going on. Sure. That's a 16. Okay, so um, you follow these black trails of this ichor, uh, which seems to actually be draining into a central area of the room. So all of these grooves that are running along the floor, um, all of these little lines, uh, you saw the blood trickle out of these goblins uh, in their bodies too, if they died, uh, and go into this little central area of the room where there's this black hole. Um, As you get closer though, you can tell that it's not actually a hole at all. It's a very smooth black surface, maybe with a a diameter of about 12 inches. And you can see it seems to be solid. You can't really, with with that Arcana check, you can't really tell if there's anything from your past, any sort of study you've done that would explain what this is. Okay. Well, I turn, I turn the companions and like, well, what do you want to do? Should we, should we shut down this whole cult thing operation here? Doesn't seem terribly safe. Nod. Spider nod. Look, I don't care about, I don't care about a cult. I just want to find some treasure. These, these goblins are worthless. I find worthless daggers. They're not even they're not even daggers that I can resell. I don't even like them. I love daggers and I don't even love these daggers. I'm keeping them, but I don't love them. I'll walk up to the goblins again and I'll ask, hey, so uh where do y'all keep your shinies? The one who has half of his mouth covered, uh, just sort of you can see like half a smile and he goes, through the big door. That's where all the treasure for the master goes. <laughs> I'm guessing I don't even need an insight check to know that this one's lying. Um, you can draw an insight check, actually. I'm going to roll insight. <laughs> you can all roll insight. Dirty 20. <laughs> uh, that is a 20, dirty 20 as well. Oh. Um, I got a 7. <laughs> <laughs> Par for the course. Reese is like, oh, yeah, okay, there's the shinies. Okay, so funny enough... Hey, uh, Jay, you're not been... the DM. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Ruse, with, with your seven insight check, uh, you feel as if this goblin is telling you the truth, that through the big door at the other end, uh, end of the room from where you came in uh, is probably treasure. 
Smurt and Bindarin, you also can tell that this goblin seems to probably be telling the truth. There is treasure through that door. Uh, but he said it in a way that makes you believe that there's probably something else through that door. Uh, they did say <laughs> the treasure for the master goes through that door. Potentially something else is there as well. So you feel as if maybe this is some kind of trap. Okay. Uh, I look at the goblin and say, well, thank you very much. Um, we're going to go kill your master and take all the shiny stuff now. And I hope you take this opportunity to reflect on your life choices. And immediately after he says that, I'm webbing the last one's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You've, uh, you've got three cocooned, squirming goblin cultists uh, on the floor. Uh, is there anything else you want to you wanna do in this room while you're here? Um, I want to go through the door and get the treasure. Can I go yeah, ahead? Let's go get the treasure. Can I go ahead and attempt to bite all three of them so that I can poison them and paralyze them for an hour? Really? Um, yeah, there's there's nothing stopping you from paralyzing them for an hour if that's what you'd like to do. That's, that is what I want to do. All right, so uh, you're not going to check out this room anymore. You're just going to try and open the big door at the end. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Ruse, give me a strength check to open the door. I hate this. <laughs> That's a five. You see this door and you try uh, pushing on it as hard as you can, and it does not budge. Just as a, a quick aside, give me an intelligence saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a nat 20. <laughs> it's a nat 20 on your <laughs> So um, you put your full weight against this door to try and push it open, uh, and you feel as if something is wrong. Uh, and with mm -hmm. your intelligence saving throw... Um, you succeed on telling that this is a pull door, uh, but you don't see a handle. <laughs> but you do see that the hinges are on the inside of the room. Bendarn, shaking his head, knowing he has to do everything, will attempt to web the door and pull. All right, uh, give me a strength check from the the spider. Is this really where I natural get... twenty? Say <laughs> <laughs> natural twenty. Not, this is so mean. <laughs> Chris had all these lovely <laughs> obstacles for us, and we, we just rolling too good here. Oh, no, I, I'll have to tell you all about the trap I had planned that I was very excited for. But, um, yeah, so you, you get your web stuck on this door, and with all of your king spider might, uh, you tug on that web, and you start pulling it open. Uh, and you get it open a good, probably the opening of, uh, I mean, this is a large stone door. This is an ancient core stone door. Uh, you get it open maybe about five feet wide. It, you can't seem to get it all the way open. It gets stuck a little bit on the the rock itself that is sort of cracked a little bit. Uh, but you have it open enough where y'all could walk through into the other room. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying it's a very old entranceway made by the McKinney Empire out of um, materials hewn from the earth? Uh, I will say that and then also say that it appears to have had some adjustments made to it, like the addition of hinges. So, okay, but I, I just want to clarify that this is a core or door of yore. So, um. <sighs> nice. All right, that's it. Session nice. I'm, I'm leaving. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm a professional. <laughs> okay. All right, the door's open five foot. Are y'all going to go in? Absolutely. Ruse doesn't even care that she failed to open up just a, a simple goddamn door. And the door was not simple. There was no handle to the door. 
Look, doesn't matter. The door's a door. Ruse didn't get it. Doesn't matter. There's treasure on the other side. Ruse loves treasure. We're going in this room. Ruse is going in this room, at least. Okay. Uh, before you enter the room, just a little bit of uh, information on what y'all are all seeing. Uh, the door opened up about five foot. The door is probably about 15 feet tall. It's a giant door. Uh, and you can see a soft glowing sort of ethereal blue light coming through the door. Are you all going to proceed into the next room or is any yep. of you going to? All right. Well, Ruse is just but, walking but, in. But, oh, I, well, I'm I'm following my uh, my little Eldritch cannon comes and scuttles back up onto my shoulder. So I would like to tether my web to an adjacent wall to keep the door open. Like, is the door all the way up to the ceiling or can I go over the top of the door? Uh, it is not all the way up to the ceiling. I so. will go through the top of the door. All right. Um, so you scuttle through the top, Ruse, you walk in, uh, fearlessly, as you do. Smurt your little cannon. R- Ruse is too dumb to be afraid. <laughs> uh, Smurt your little cannon sort of tiptoes in as you follow behind it. Uh, and you find yourselves, um, in a room that has no sign of any other living creatures in there. Uh, the room is also, it's incredibly cold. Uh, the most prominent feature in this room is a large, unoccupied uh, stone throne in the center of the room, probably sized for someone much larger than the average human uh, or core. Uh, the room seems to have no visible exits or entries aside from the door you just entered through, but it is incredibly tall. You suspect that there is some sort of potentially magical effect happening here because the inside of this room stretches up higher than you believe that this uh, skyclave even reached. You can't see the top of it. You just see darkness above you. Uh, around the perimeter of this room are piles of glittering treasures. You see coins of all kinds. You see all sorts of things uh, just lying in these piles around the room. Some of these piles are reflecting that magical blue light that seems to be sort of hanging ethereally above the throne. Uh, and in some of these piles, you can see that they are giving off their own light. Uh, many colors and shapes of light just shining from these piles. Can everyone give me a perception check? 19. All right. Six. <laughs> uh, that is a 23. All right, so as usual, Smurt and Bindarn, you can see uh, this. Uh, Ruse, you, you don't really pick up on it quite, but you can see that these piles of treasures, even though they line the entirety of this, this room, which appears to have a bunch of different sides to it, you, it's like kind of octagonal, but it's also, you know, there's no like really hard corners here. Um, you see that there are four distinct larger piles uh, that seem to sort of give corners to the room. These give off their own sort of shine to them. You can see that there's uh, a lot of bluish light coming from those piles of treasure as well. Uh, all right. I am going to proceed carefully towards the uh, shiny things. Uh, sure. So you um, sort of step around from the door along the perimeter of the room. Uh, give me an investigation check. Oh my god, nine. It's plus six. <laughs> Come on, dice. Wow. Um, so you you see that there are uh, piles of treasure here. Um, as you're sort of walking by and looking at them, you're not really taking the time you need to stop and see exactly what's in these piles. You just see a lot of shiny metals. 
Um, but you do sort of notice that as you get closer to those corners, you can hear sort of maybe like, um, it sounds really familiar to you and you're not really sure exactly why because it seems really out of place but you hear sort of like this humming sound as you get closer to one of the larger uh four piles uh is anyone else going to check out the treasure or of course i'm i'm looking around the room since i'm coming up from the top and you said that the ceilings were high higher in here right so the you cannot see the top you feel like if you tried to climb to the top you would you don't know how long it would take you gotcha the walls of this room are impossibly tall at least they appear that way Huh. Uh, you can give me an Arcana check as a spider if you'd like. Oh no, that's a five minus, or I guess that's a plus two. So uh, no, that's no, that's a save. Never mind. That's just a that's just a five. Yeah. So in your spider form, uh, your your brain is kind of wired right now to think of things as a spider. And as you're looking up and seeing the shadow, oh no, I I, I keep my mental capabilities as a druid wild shape like. Well, then you are just, uh, Bindaran just straight up is scared of the dark. Um, hey, in I'm, the just sense not, that, uh, I'm just not into the whole arcana thing. I'm more of a nature person, that's all. The, the, the ceiling of this room that you cannot see reminds you of a trapdoor spider. You see only darkness above you, and you don't know how tall the room is, but there's something unnerving about it, as if, perchance, if you tried to go too high, you might get caught. Ruse, give me an investigation check as you're checking out for uh, some some treasure. Investigation? Yeah, you're real good at investigation, right? No. <laughs> this is a four. Wow. I I have a I have I have a minus three on this. So. Um, you do see in these piles, uh, some interesting things. You're you have a very one track mind when it comes to this treasure at the moment. Uh, and you do see, buried under some some baubles of some kind, some very interesting things, uh, you, you do see what appears to be a blade uh, that is really sticking out to you. Oh, I love blades. Uh, we'll get to that in a second, because Smurt, I'd like you to roll for me an Arcana or Insight check, whichever one you are most proficient with. Arcana it is. Crit fail! But it's a seven, if that helps. Jesus. You think even something is familiar about some of the objects uh, in this giant pile. You are getting a reminder of something. You cannot tell uh, with your arcana check what is necessarily what it is. But you do feel there's something about this that is that is off to you. Something about the pile, or is there a specific item? There's a specific item in the pile, and you're you're getting closer to seeing it. It looks like maybe um, underneath some of these gold and jewels and various weaponry, and you think you see, like, a staff in there that has, like, a silver ornament on top in the shape of, like, some sort of weird collar or something. Um, you see something that looks familiar. It's this gold filigree metal and this blue light shining through it, and it just... It's on the tip of your tongue, but you can't really recall exactly what it is. Um, give me give me that insight check. That is a eight. But also, if I can't figure out figure it out, can I just cast identify and touch it? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you have identify, you can cast, <laughs> and touch it. I'm gonna cast identify and touch it because I am not doing well on these rolls. You reach out and you you touch it um, after casting your identify and it all floods to you in a moment. Um, this is an aether trap from Kaladesh. Sitting in the Skyclave. 
And you can see that there is some sort of aether trapped in it, but it has been modified in some way. Um, you would need a lot of time to really give it a good look over because the craftsmanship on it is not very familiar. It is something you haven't seen before, but you recognize this is absolutely someone took an aether trap from Kaladesh and moved it here. Uh, 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 hey, 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 Bandaran, Ruse, um... This is from Cal. I just found something from Kaladesh in here. I um, are are they going after planeswalkers or is someone? Is there a planeswalker connected to this? Because this shouldn't be here. Wait, is 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 Kaladesh the one with with the the big squirrels or the one with the really 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 big squirrels? No. Oh, then I have no mm -mm. idea. No, it's 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 the one with the swirly lines. And um, gremlins. Um, with your, your passive investigation smart, now that you've sort of keyed into to what this device is, you notice that you see a couple of other uh, gold filigree items that look like they might have been made on Kaladesh. Some of them gold, some of them silvery. Uh, definitely the metal work that you are familiar with from there. Um, and you can look over and you see in the other corners of the room what appear to be the same sort of glowing blue light that came from this aether trap that you're standing in front of. At that time, you're sort of reaching down at this blade uh, ruse, and mm -hmm. you feel something hit your arm, like a raindrop. Yeah. You look over at it, and um, it, the light in here is blue, and you would think, like, water would, you know, be clear, uh, but it is black. It is some of the black ichor falling from the ceiling. As you sort of look up, like you do whenever something drips on you, sure do. Uh, you do see a shape descending from the darkness, and a uh, goblin's head smashes into the ground next to you, and sort of pools into that black ichor. Uh, as it is quickly drained up, you can follow it with your own eyes as you watch as it goes along the floor here, where those same grooves are that lead up to the massive throne in the center of the room. Uh, it crawls up this throne, which is sort of stained black now, uh, towards a center at the head of the throne, which is got that same black circle in it. There's a moment of silence. And then you all notice as it kind of gets darker. And then it gets very dark. The light that was hanging over the throne is now in shadows. You can all make it out with your passive perceptions. Uh, the shadow sort of forms into a silhouette and you see these wings as it hovers just above the throne. And a voice says to you, I can smell it on you outsiders. The stench of that space between space. You are not fit to feed the devourer, but you may still be of some use to me. Oh no, I think it's Tobago, guys. And I think that's where we're going to end it tonight. Spider shrug. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to pick up next week as you have all uh, found your way into a chamber with a demon uh, and some weird arthurial uh, Kaladesh uh, objects. So uh, Mysteries! Mysteries! This is a little unfair, I think, for Jay and Brian, because I know exactly, me as a player <laughs> knows exactly what's going on here. And um, I appreciate maybe. it. Maybe. Let's just say that I have I'm definitely building off of some some themes from prior games. Uh, okay. So uh, final thoughts, I guess. Final thoughts for me is the night we were recording this. There is way too much news. 
Like all <laughs> the Marvel and Star Wars shows have been revealed. So I'm looking forward to a summary article because I can't even keep track of all this crap they just previewed. Yep. My final thought is uh, in in the time since our last episode, I've beaten Into the Breach. I have uh, gotten all the achievements, unlocked Secret Squad. So much fun. Again, it's like, I think I paid like $15 on the Switch. It's also on Steam. Wonderful game. Definitely worth the money. If you, if you like tactics stuff, uh, definitely check it out. My final thought is about a post that Gavin did, uh, or I guess his uh, Good Morning Magic video for um, yesterday, Wednesday, uh, the 9th. And there are a lot of cards I would have killed for in that video to be in Commander Legends. And it makes me sad that we're going to have to wait a couple years, if not more, before we see those cards, especially that Eladomri. I, I, I desperately want Eladomri back with a new card, and even if it's not that exact card, because that, that card was actually pretty sweet, and I liked it, and I felt like it probably... I, I would have liked it more than Numa in this set, especially with uh, the mono black elf that I can't remember for whatever reason, uh, the the high mana costed one. Uh, regardless, uh, like... That, that card would have been sweet. I, if they go with that card, I'll be super happy. If they get a new card that's similar to it, I'll be happy with that too. But I was super happy with a lot of the cards in that video, and I'm super sad that we didn't get them. So that's my final thought. God, the cards are so good. I, I love that. There were so many good deep cuts that we, like, oh my gosh. My, uh, my final thought is that... Uh... There is too much game for me to play right now as there's this new WoW expansion that I've been very slowly playing a little bit of uh, pretty much every night. Just log in and do like a daily. Uh, and then League of Legends has their newest champion that came out today as the day of recording, who is a really cool uh, teenager who wants to destroy an evil empire. So big fan of her. Also, canonically bisexual. That's right. Rel is bi. She flirts with both boy champions and girl champions. So that's, I think that's pretty cool. So few genders. Yeah. Well, you can do better than that. Well, I don't know if she flirts with any of the other champions who are neither boys nor, nor girls, because I haven't listened to all of her voice lines. But she uh, directly flirts with a couple of them. It's fine. Yes, the, the two genders, boys and goyles. Goyles. Ghouls. <laughs> what's a good segue here if, <laughs> if you also uh, would like to flirt on our discord please don't um or do i don't know i'm not gonna stop uh, look i'm i'm on a lot of discord servers ours is not a flirty one there are way flirtier discord servers but uh uh if if you do want to join our discord server where there are a lot of wonderful folks talking about a lot of wonderful things you know a lot of stuff got announced while we were recording this episode between the game awards and uh disney's stuff between star wars and marvel and their princess stuff and all sorts of other ips and it's a lot of stuff and people are talking about those things uh we're also very soon going to start learning about uh call time i almost said kaladesh but that's our campaign that we just did uh called soon soon get in our discord talk about it and if you want to uh if you want access to that community uh you can head over to patreon.com slash the vorthos cast our our lowest tier level is just one dollar a month everyone who signs up gets access to our discord we would love to have you there we love 
our Discord members. We love everyone else who listens anyway. And uh, y'all, y'all make this a podcast that is just outstandingly fun to do and, and really rewarding for this uh, little sector of the magic community. Vorthoses are fantastic. Uh, so thank you all for listening. This has been the Vorthos cast.